0: Well, you know what that means. It's time to expose the money lies. Let's get started. Hey there, we're back talking about the T in master. This month in July, we're talking about the T in master, which is transform your identity. And so I want you to think about the identity of the CEO of your company. Who is the CEO of your company? What are their key responsibilities? How do you feel about the CEO of your company? And how do you know how to find the best candidate, who the best candidate is? So I remember in episode 62, we talked about CEO Charlie. And the CEO Charlie was the persona that Charlie Jabali created and the identity that he lived into. This was before he created the next persona of Rocket Charlie. So, I want you to think about you know, if you wanted to create a CEO fill in the blank of whatever your name is, right? If I wanted to create a CEO Jill for my company, then I can use that same process. I have to create a persona of what the CEO of my company would do, what they what she would think, what she would feel the results that she would be responsible for, how she would achieve those results. I have to make decisions from being that person in order to become the best CEO, the best candidate for the role of CEO in my company. So I want you to think about what are the key responsibilities of that role in your company. And it's going to be different for each one of us because each one of our companies is a little bit unique right? We have different goals, different objectives, different missions. And so each one of us is going to have a little bit different uh, job description for the CEO of our company. Um, Now, I did go online and look to see to get a, a sample job description. And I'll share that with you in a minute. But I want you to think about even you know what would ju- what would your job description look like? I think that's a really good exercise to do for your job or for your company, just to jot down the key job responsibilities of that role. To Uh, jot down what you would look for in the perfect candidate for the role in your company so that you can fill the role with the best candidate so how would you find the best candidate now in this case you could just become the best candidate and I think that's what I'm really talking about when I am talking about this in the context of transforming your identity. And it's not necessarily that you have to change anything about what you're doing. You know, well, if you've been listening to this podcast at all, then you probably know. But if you don't, I'm going to tell you right now. Uh, the My theory of you know, transforming your identity is not that you have to change to become someone different. Because again, I believe that you show up the way you do because of the lies you believe. So once you stop believing the lies, then you are able to step into the identity of the person that you already are. So it's kind of like that slab of marble that Michelangelo took and fashioned into the Statue of David. Where he just removed the parts of the marble that weren't David. And that's what we're doing with money lies. When we stop believing the money lies that have kept us stuck or have kept us from achieving the success we want in our business, then we can become the perfect candidate for the CEO in our business. And so that's just a matter of intention. It's a matter of being deliberate. It's a matter of writing down what you want that. That uh, role to be what you want to become and that has a lot to do, has everything to do with more uh, about how you see yourself than what you're actually doing because what you're actually doing comes from how you see yourself so if you created um, a job description what would it look like? and you could then once you create this job description that could be a big part of your persona, your version of CEO, Charlie, my version of CEO, Jill. And then you can decide how you can live out that identity. How, how would you become that person? How would you become the perfect candidate to fill that role of CEO? So I looked up a sample description online of a CEO job description. And so I recommend that you do that exercise of writing the job description of the CEO for your company. Um, I had one of my clients do this and, and it was really interesting to see what she included in there and how then she decided to live into that job description to become the perfect candidate for that job. So the CEO, just in general, is responsible for providing strategic financial and operational leadership for the company. And the CEO closely coordinates and works with the senior leadership team of the company to then make that happen. So the CEO is generally the visionary, and they're also the... Uh, top leader in the company that makes that vision happen through their senior leadership team from uh, through their team and through the people that work in their company. So some of their primary responsibilities are to plan, develop and implement and direct. That's a big piece of it. Direct the organization's operational and fiscal function and performance. So it's not just the operation of the company. It's also Making sure that the company is fiscally sound and that the the business model is fiscally sound. So that's taking care of the money piece or leading those that take care of the money piece. To act as a strategic partner uh, with the company by developing implementing the company's plans and programs, and I analyze and make recommendations on the impact of long range growth initiatives. Introduction of new strategies, um, compliance with regulatory, uh, compliance things. Um, so they, I think direction of the company is a huge role of the CEO to develop credibility and authority uh, in the industry that they're in, to enforce policies and procedures or direct policies and procedures and the enforcement of those uh, to communicate effectively um, with the team, with the people in the company, through the senior leadership team, um, uh, execute on their particular area of expertise Uh, Provide strategic inputs, optimize handling of relationships with other organizations, uh, you know, manage the finance team, direct the finance team, act as a strategic advisor. So some of those, uh, so the important leadership traits that are listed in the article that I looked at uh, for this sample job description, strong leadership, strategic mindset, professional business acumen, outstanding problem-solving skills, excellent ability to lead and manage, continually drive effective result- results and communicate effectively at all levels. So that's that's one job description that you can take into consideration as you're drafting your own CEO job description. Now, another thing I love for creating a persona is the scripture that describes the Proverbs 31 woman. Now, this piece of scripture triggers some women. So if you're one of those women, just, you know, take it for what it's worth. It makes some women feel overwhelmed or inadequate. But I have never seen it that way. I've just seen it as like very something to aspire to. So I like I like considering it also as sort of an align, alliance or a community of women. So imagine, so we have a, a Bible study group in my neighborhood that has been meeting for years. Now I haven't been in that study group for all the time that they've been in existence, but this this uh, description of the Proverbs 31 woman, I think describes that group of women so well because each of us has different gifts we bring to the table different perspectives on life and on the on the bible and and whatever we happen to be studying right now we're studying the enneagram uh, so that has been really interesting but you know, being in that group of women and supporting one another in the way that we do leaves us with such an amazing resource for everyone in the group, because there's always somebody that you can call on that has expertise in whatever area you need help in. And so, and that's really what I'm trying to create in my business, a community that really supports the work of coaches and entrepreneurs that are all equipping and empowering women. So that's what I'm putting together in the team also that will support my upcoming retreat. And I'm super excited about that. I've already confirmed uh, some pretty phenomenal women that will help me make it such a great experience. Oh. I am looking forward to that. It's in October. So if you haven't heard about it, then watch for details because uh, the dates and all of the details will be coming up soon and you'll be able to sign up uh, in the next few weeks. But back to the Proverbs 31 woman. So I, I think of this description as more of a perfect ideal. Not to aspire to be all of it, but to pick out the areas where you're most gifted and to start look for look to look for colleagues and communities where... it fills the gaps of where you're not most gifted and where the people there compliment your gifts and really support and cheer on your efforts. So this is from Proverbs 31, and these are verses 10 through 31. This is the wife of noble character. A wife of noble character who can find. She is worth far more than rubies. Her husband has full confidence in her and lacks nothing of value. She brings him good, not harm, all the days of her life. She selects wool and flax and works with eager hands. She is like the merchant ships, bringing her food from afar. She gets up while it is still night. She provides food for her family and portions for her female servants. She considers a field and buys it. Out of her earnings, she plants a vineyard. She sets about her work vigorously. Her arms are strong for her tasks. She sees that her trading is profitable and her lamp does not go out at night. In her hand, she holds the distaff and grasps the spindle with her fingers. She opens her arms to the poor and extends her hands to the needy. When it snows, she has no fear for her household, for all of them are clothed in scarlet. She makes coverings for her bed; she is clothed in fine linen and purple. Her husband is respected at the city gate, where he takes his seat among the elders of the land. She makes linen garments and sells them, and supplies the merchants with sashes. She is clothed with strength and dignity. She can laugh at the days to come. She speaks with wisdom, and faithful instruction is on her tongue. She watches over the affairs of her household, and does not eat the bread of idleness. Her children arise and call her blessed. Her husband also, and he praises her. Many women do noble things, but you surpass them all, he says. Charm is deceptive, and beauty is fleeting, but a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. Honor her for all that her hands have done and let her works bring her praise at the city gate. So this is a pretty amazing woman. (laughs) She's strong, powerful, and isn't that something that we all strive to be? So wouldn't this woman make such an amazing CEO for your company? So I want you to think about this And maybe go through these verses again on your own and think about what aspects do you want to include of this description? Do you want to include in your CEO job description? You know, who would make the perfect candidate for your company? Who would serve your company best? And then think about what are all the attributes that you already have? What makes you the perfect candidate to fill this role yourself. What gifts and treasures do you already have in you that will drive the success of your business to a new and more powerful level? What do you need to believe about the current you that fuels you to do just that? Because I guarantee you you have way more power than you know that will is is capable of fueling the success of your business and incapable of making such a huge impact on the women that you're meant to serve. And I know this is true about me. I know this is true about you because we're very, very similar. (laughs) You and I are. And I know that I am working on this myself and I would invite you to come right alongside me and work on it for your business. So if you can't currently access that power, Please don't give up. Just keep detecting the money lies that stand in your way and keep mastering the mindset that unlocks that power for you. Because I for sure and am, am right here to cheer you on. So, you know, if you have those wins or you're struggling with anything, DM me and let me know what I can do, what you're struggling with, what you have to celebrate, and I'll be right there, right alongside you to uh, help you do that. So I will see you next week. Hey, Jill, the muddy coach here in your business. You will have trouble. There's no eliminating problems showing up in your business, but problems don't have to mean something bad. What if problems are just an opportunity to exercise those problem solving muscles you're developing? I have a new toolkit I use with my clients that I'm sharing with you to help you become a problem-solving ninja in your business. I'm super excited to share this process you can use to solve literally any problem you have in your business. It's available now by visiting jillwrightcoaching.com forward slash solve-any-problem. There's a series of short videos that'll explain in detail as well as walk you through using this process to solve any problem in your business. This free resource includes some strength-building exercises you can use in your business so that when challenges and obstacles come up, you know exactly how to solve them. I use this in my own business when I feel stuck, so I don't have to stay stuck, and instead I can move forward instead of wasting time spinning. So go ahead and sign up to download all these resources absolutely free. When you sign up, you'll also get notified of the special calls I'll be hosting to answer any questions you have about the process and coach you live on any problem you have in your business. So hurry up and get yours now so you can move forward in your business.